Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern to discuss the news and events in the morning. Tune in tonight. I'll be back here co-hosting with Josh Reed for the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time on all these channels. It's November 16th, 2023. A beautiful day to be alive. Beautiful day over here in the Pacific Northwest. The rain has come and gone. It was quite gloomy for a number of days. Typical up here, but it's beautiful. Last couple days, nice and sunny. Hope y'all are doing good. Good morning, Pavana girl and 8427 Maryland. All, one and all. Good morning, Quiet Toad RMU. Good to see you all. Good morning, uh, D-Live people. Good to see you. We're going to talk just about the news, get on with the day, and we'll reconvene just a normal Thursday here in Wonderland. Put that away. All right. Well, we'll get into things here. We're going to start with health. <clears throat> excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. We'll start on health, and then we'll move on to the rest of the stories that we've got today. To start off, we've got this going viral, the bugs in the food stuff. Oh, bugs in the food, folks. It's here, they're saying. Somebody posted on the app, Social Red Pill, the, the ingredients that are bugs and apparently there's an app now and uh, this was one of the ingredients listed ingredients listed in this post I think this is real uh, there's a smartphone app that helps people people identify foods that contain insects as a result Users are discovering that insects are being used as the basis for more than 100 common grocery store foods. Got a little short video of this app in use. Yeah. They scan the barcode. This one has ins Oh, let's go back. This has insectin gefendin. What is insectin gefundin? Insectin? Uh, it's a German word? Let's see. Oh, this is all in German. Is this fake? It means insects in German. Hmm. Ingredient? Interesting. Edible insects versus meat. Nutritional comparison. Uh, insect. Tin. 
EU approves insects as a food ingredient, insectin, insect food ingredient with risks and side effects, insectin. Huh. It's hard to find information when a bunch of German articles come up. I wonder. Let's watch. Keep watching. See what else comes up. Oh, it's a German app. That's why. Insectin. Pudding? They're poisoning the pudding? Insects. I guess it just tells you insects. It doesn't tell you the exact ingredient. A lot of products have insects in them. Yeah, just product after product after product. 13 common foods that secretly contain insects. <clears throat> Peanut butter. Mm. Uh, chocolate. Well, these are like incidental insect parts, a lot of this. Uh, they allow a certain amount of contamination, apparently. Um, pasta, coffee, coffee beans, raisins, and mushrooms, and broccoli. But this is just contamination. This isn't uh, actual ingredients being added. I think we're getting there, though, folks. Creepy. They're going to put it in all... They're going to mix it in with all the other poisons. Yeah, sick. I will not be eating insects. Like I said, if they give you a cricket or a, you know, crickets, go fishing with that. It's fish bait. Thank you, Black Jester, for the donation. Good morning, fam, you say. Good morning to you. Thank you for the two ice cream. Hey, thank you, Fork. All right, thank you, SL. Good to see you all. Let's continue here. Investigation launched into England and Wales' worst water company. Is this the beginning of these water wars? Offwat launch investigation into England and Wales' worst water company, Southeast Water. The probe comes after some households were left without water for weeks before they were hit by a hose pipe ban earlier this summer. Hey, you guys, you're using too much water, slaves. Put away that hose pipe. Offwa has launched an investigation into Southeast Water over concerns it is failing to reliably provide supplies to households and businesses. It comes after a string of incidents in which customers were left without water, including some for as long as 23 days. The firm angered households further in the summer by then introducing a house pipe ban, which, which it blamed on more people working from home. Offwatt said the company was the worst performing in England and Wales for water supply interruptions, with properties cut off for an average of three hours and two minutes over the past year. The regulator said customers had been failed too often by the firm, which provides drinking water to 2.2 million customers across Surrey, Kent, Sussex, Hampshire, and Berkshire. 
If the probe finds Southeast Water guilty of failing to develop and maintain an efficient water supply system, it could face a fine of up to 10% of its annual revenue, ooh, which was $257 million in 2022-2023 financial year. The regulator could also force the company to make improvements to its water system. Wow. So they're struggling to provide water. It's pretty wild. Pretty wild. This could happen anywhere, especially as we send all of our water overseas. <clears throat> Bug Burgers, Black Jester says. Yeah, Bug Burgers. What? It's protein, people. Just eat it. No. Talk about the opportunity to practice saying no more. I think that's coming. Insider paper said this, according to the New York Post, pathogens labeled HIV and Ebola were found inside illegal Chinese-owned biolab in California. We talked about this biolab having connections to China, just like they say here. They had AIDS in there and Ebola, essentially HIV. I mean, that just turns into AIDS. So we could essentially say they had AIDS and Ebola in there. What else? Sick, man absolutely sick with these biolabs enough is enough so yeah just a quick daily reminder be careful out there maybe they're gonna turn off my water next or your water or who knows so uh make sure you know how to get water or have it already stored and how to filter it how to clean it just in case and um, water is essential, folks. I mean, on top of the necessities of life, like food, you've got water, you've got shelter, you've got, that's the uh, kind of the main three there. Uh, that's one of the main preps for people out there starting to, starting to get ready as all this chaos unfolds. Water, water, water. There's these cool life straws out there, which some people like, which filter the water. It's just like a straw that filters automatically. They're, they're not perfect, but they get rid of all the gunk. And they're not horrible, from my understanding. It's also not too difficult to make a homemade filter and filter water. There's ways to purify water as well. I would, I would recommend doing some research on that. Maybe we need a water episode. Maybe we should do a water a water um, meeting or maybe a water prepping group. We could do a whole prep group on water. That would be a good fundamental basic one. I think we should. All right. Uh, yeah. Cold and flu season, folks. Make sure you're taking care of your immune systems, taking care of your body, staying active, doing everything you can to uh, get through this winter without getting sick. Uh, SL says that zero water filters get glyphosate out. What is glyphosate? Glyphosate is a broad-spectrum systemic herbicide and crop desiccant. So it's a chemical poison weed killer. Wow, interesting. You know, and a lot of people in my neighborhood use glyphosate or at least some kind of poison and they're like, we got to keep the weeds out of our gravel or, you know, we got to keep this uh, pokey plant out of our grass, which I get. It's nice to have a nice lawn and a nice landscape, but poison? No, you'll see me out there. I'll pick every single weed by hand. I am not putting poison on the ground. 
yeah, I mean, and that stuff does get around. It leeches, it seeps, it collects, it builds up. So how do you get rid of glyphosate, glyphosate, glyph, glyphosate out of water? How do you get glyphosate out of water? Oh, I know one way for sure. Distill, distill the water. How to remove glyphosate from water. Let's look it up real quick. But yeah, if you boil the water and then collect the steam back into water, you've essentially got pure H2O, which is the cleanest type of water out there. How to remove glyphosate from drinking water. Let's see. Roundup essentially is what it is. How does it get into water? Well, people people use it like crazy. Um, it's a bioaccumulative, as I said. Uh, probably causes cancer, they say. Who knows? Probably. Probably poisonous, toxic, has other health effects. How to test for it. There's test kits. Hmm, how to remove it. Um, it's highly unlikely that you'll have the power to prevent glyphosate, uh, glyphosate and other pesticides and herbicides from getting into your water in the first place. It's not always easy to determine the exact source of contamination, which can make it difficult to put a stop to it altogether. You should you should focus on removing glyphosate from your drinking water supply. So reverse osmosis. Okay, reverse osmosis water filters send water through a series of filtration stages, including a carbon water filter, a, a sediment pre-filter, and a semi-permeable membrane. Semi-permeable membrane is what makes reverse osmosis purification unique from anything else. This traps a majority of total dissolved solids in drinking water, acting as a barrier and only allowing small water particles to pass through. It can remove a broad range of drinking water contaminants, such as heavy metals, chemicals, dissolved minerals, and microbiological impurities. They're not the most efficient water treatment solutions because they waste some water during the filtration process. They're also ex it's an expensive option. But this says it, it does it. I don't know if that's true if it gets rid of it. I don't know. Dis distillation is number two. Distillation, creating pure H2O. That is a scientific way. It's a cool way. Uh, nanofiltration apparently will do it. You need a pore size of 0 0.001 microns, which is tiny. Very, very fine filtration system. The units can cost over $1,000 per unit. All right. Activated carbon filters, they say. But, you know, this person in the chat said that you can't use filters maybe they're right but um boiling water does not get rid of it okay and it won't get rid of um other chemicals either it won't get rid of uh, <clears throat> uh what's that one fluoride it won't it'll actually concentrate the amount of fluoride because you're boiling off the water uh will it disappear on its own after a very long time glyphosate glyphosate will disappear on its own uh it can last up to 170 days in low light conditions or up to 300 days in dim conditions, according to this website, uh, Water Filter Guru. It's sprayed on the crops. Uh, organic options are better because they have less of this stuff on it. So we're getting it in our food too, you know, when you get those vegetables and don't wash them well. Or can you even wash the stuff off? I sometimes wonder. 
but yeah, we're ingesting all kinds of poisons and it's not just stuff they spray on crops. I mean, in our waterways, uh, around a lot of us, not just here, they put poison in the waterways. Oh, we're just trying to control the algae and that stuff builds up and causes birth defects in animals and kills other plants and all this. It's just, these chemicals are uh, big, a big strain on our health. And we talked a little bit about chemicals yesterday, too, and all the cleaners and all the stuff that we use. Think about all of our uh, body washes and shampoos and conditioners, which, by the way, is the biggest scam ever. You need to wash your hair first with shampoo, and then you need to rinse that out. And then you need to let you need to wash it with conditioner and make sure you let that poison really seep into your head skin for a while so it's nice and soft. Then rinse that out. You ever look at the ingredients on these like health products, or uh, I don't know, you cannot even call them health products, beauty products, soaps, lotions, all these things are just horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. It's true. Let's move on, folks. We've got news to talk about. Hey, Black Jester. Yay, there's nothing wrong with a little cricket cinnamon, Black Jester says. Oh, God. Have an extra sump pump on <clears throat> sump pump on hand. You can use it for water filtration with, uh, with the right stuff. Interesting, yeah. Mm. A pump would come in handy. Maybe solar panels, battery supplies. Oh, prepping. I need to prep a lot more. You know, as even I just I don't think I'll ever stop prepping. It's just you never feel like you're there. I'm definitely not where I want to be. And uh, so, yeah, we'll continue the prepping conversation another day for sure. Uh, The FCC, we talked about this yesterday. It's so important. I need to mention it again. Aaron Elizabeth covered it last night. Uh, Good on her. She talked about the FCC voting. The FCC voted today on a plan that gives the federal government full control over the internet. The plan passed by a 3-2 margin. Press release, a press release posted immediately after the meeting stated in part, quote, under the new rules, the commission can investigate possible instances of discrimination of broadband access, work with companies to solve problems, facilitate mediation, and when necessary, penalize companies for violating the rules. The FCC will review customer complaints of digital discrimination of access through an improved consumer complaint portal, and staff will meet monthly to assess tens and complaint patterns. Finally, the commission adopted model policies and best practices that will support states, local, and tribal governments in their effort to combat digital discrimination. They want to make the internet equitable, fair, perfect, and uh, take complete control over it. So the FCC, despite coming out and saying, we are not for this, this is a horrible thing, they just bent right over and said, here you go, federal government, yeah, have at it, have fun, Uh, yeah. So they're wokeifying it under the guise of, we're just here to help and make things fair. They're taking over the internet. This is just one facet of that. I think this is the foot in the door for the situation. Equitable internet. That means 
you have the right to the internet as much as anybody else, including the illegals that are crossing the border right now as we speak. So what is that going to look like? What if everybody had equal access to the internet? Well, it would affect uh, how much internet's available to go around, wouldn't it? There's only so much space out there. I mean, I'm limited, with, everyone's limited with their internet service provider as to how much data you could receive and send out. So, you know, um, they're probably gonna, going to strong arm all these internet service providers and say, you need to implement things to make your internet service more equitable. And one way to do that is, well, why does Vince get to buy a gig of data? And uh, well, you know, his neighbor is uh, a native, uh, you know, they're a, a POC, a person of color, and they have to buy the cheaper package because, well, they live in poverty and, 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 and well, they get, you know, government cheese and they, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're people of color. They need help. They're really, really, really not as smart as us white people and they can't get IDs and they can't get their shit together while the government is here to help. So here's what we tell you. Uh, we need you to only provide a maximum of X amount of data to your customers for a more equitable price. And... Um, yeah, we know, you know, they're not going to be able to use as many devices, but that's actually good. It's good for the environment. It's good for um, <clears throat> global warming. I mean, things are going to cool right down. So thank you. And if you don't comply, we're going to find the shit out of you. And, uh, well, if anybody wants to broadcast and they need more data, they're going to have to, you know, do go through the proper channels and be approved by the commie regime in order to do so. Okay. This is crazy. This is me speculating, by the way, but it doesn't seem good, folks. What are they going to do with this? Come on, right? Am I right? Is this possible? I think so. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. You said retarded. The FCC is going to fine you 5000 for every time you said retard over the past year. You owe the FCC $6 million. You're going to have to pay or you're going to jail. That's what we're going to see next, censorship. Um, Canadians and Californians have felt the impacts of climate change. Oh, really? And understand the opportunities that come with climate action. All right. If anybody can guess who said that, you win the day, the daily challenge here. If you guessed Gavin Newsom, you are incorrect. It was his husband, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Justin Trudeau said, Gavin Newsom and I spoke about that and many other priorities today and about how we can keep working together. Good to see you again, my friend. And they posted this beautiful, heartwarming clip of them hugging. Hey, bud, how you doing? Let's fix global warming, Justin. Gavin. Oh God, here we go. Here's that's who they're gonna try to put in that that uh illegally acquired POTUS position. <clears throat> I bet. Yeah. Oh great. The climate disaster. Uh and then Nate said they are going to hate me. 
Uh, give him hell, Nate. Give him hell. Uh, on word, Israeli opposition leader calls on Netanyahu to res resign immediately. All right, we're seeing a little bit of political, little feisty political action over there in Israel. Insider paper wrote Israeli opposition leader Yair Lapid has called on Prime Minister Netanyahu to step down immediately without waiting until the end of the country's war against the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Quote, Netanyahu should leave immediately. We need change. Netanyahu cannot remain Prime Minister, Lapid said Wednesday in an interview with Israeli news channel N12. We cannot allow ourselves to carry out a long campaign under a Prime Minister who has lost the people's trust, he added. Four days after Hamas's surprise October 7-7 attack on Israel, Netanyahu and another opposition leader, Benny Gantz, announced an agreement to form an emergency government during, for the duration of the war. I remember that. Lapid said at the time he would not be joining, accusing Israeli leaders of an unpardonable failure for not preventing the attack. What do you mean, Lapid? You think they could have prevented a sneak attack? What's wrong with you? How is that possible, man? Unless... Hmm. They write, Still, Lapid, who led Israel's coalition, coalition government before Netanyahu, was returned to power in elections last year, has not pre previously called for the prime minister to resign since the fighting broke out, according to Israeli media. Eh, eh, eh. Ooh. In his interview with N12, Lapid did not call for early elections, but rather a no-confidence vote in parliament that would allow for the formation of a new government led by another member of Netanyahu's Likud party. This is not the time to hold elections, he said. We should opt for a national reconstruction with another prime minister from Likud. 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 In a statement posted to Telegram, Likud immediately rebuffed the call, saying such a proposal in a time of war was shameful. A little disconnection there with uh, politicians. Imagine that. What a novel concept. What about Starlink? What about Starlink SL972? What is that, Forkna? Let me look it up. I don't know about that. Starlink 1972 satellite details. What about it? The satellite train? What about this? Starlink 1972. That's just one of their satellites. What's the deal? What about it? Launch site, Air Force Eastern Test Range. It's uh, just off the coast of New Zealand right now. Maybe we can get rid of them towers. What towers? The 5G towers? The internet infrastructure? So here's the problem with Starlink. This is why I don't use Starlink. Um, it's, not, it's not good enough. If you're trying to live stream, you, you can't very effectively live stream with the amount of data that they allow you to have. That's just my opinion. When you got a lot of stuff going on, it's just insufficient. 
that might be what they do, Forkna. I think they're going to keep their 5G towers for whatever reason. Hmm. But I think that one way they, the one thing they could do is strong arm, strong arm Elon and say, Elon, your internet isn't very equitable, mister. You need to give everybody enough internet so they could be tracked on their government issued cell phones because, well, that's we're so equitable that we give everybody cell phones, even illegal immigrants and all of our cronies and goons that we pay to protest and whatnot. And they all need internet. We're not going to pay for it. Could you please obey or suffer the consequences, Elon? Give everybody internet. And yes, we know the broadband isn't that big. And we know there's not that much data to go around, but give everybody just enough so we could uh, track them and so that we could send them messages. And that's enough. That's fair. That's equitable. And we thank you for your cooperation as we twist your nuts. That's what I think is going to happen. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, we got a new show coming on. Uh, Actually, many new shows, one of which we're very excited for, especially because it's our brother, Nathaniel, from Nathaniel's Barbershop. He is going to be hosting After Hours at Nathaniel's coming soon. It'll be at 10 p.m. Central, right? 10 p.m. Central every Saturday. And he's not a bullshitter and he is not as scared to speak his mind. He's not scared to say what is on his mind. He's a wonderful friend of ours for many years and he's going to do uh, interviews and have a bunch of fun content from his famous barbershop. And we're extremely excited for you, Nate. Um, we're going to be, we have some meetings this afternoon. If you want to get in touch with Josh and I, we could meet up and, catch up i know you you wanted to discuss some things so today would probably be good if you want to give us a hit us up and see if we could well line something up if not the weekend too i know you're busy during the day anyway come on minutia uh so you guys get ready for that saturday night show with nate it's gonna be fun maybe you know it's like my dream nate i want to fly my ass out there and go podcast with you for a day or two that'd be so that's like that would be a one that would be a wonderful um gift perhaps one day dude that would be awesome maybe we could do a back and forth maybe a back and forth i go out there you come out here we do a studio tour studio tours and some interviews and some content making we could go fishing you know all kinds of cool stuff anyway thank you thank you nate for your donation and i'm looking forward to it man uh we've got dave in britain with three ice creams thank you dave thank you for tuning in hope everything is well All right, onward. What else do we got here? New U.S. Army recruitment strategy just dropped. What strategy are they going for now? Benny Johnson pointed this out on X.com. Let's see. Somebody posted a picture of this U.S. Army recruitment ad. And let's just look at some of the details of this ad here. U.S. Army COVID vaccine not required. What, don't they care about our health? What? Why aren't they requiring the vaccine anymore? Well, they're getting desperate. They need a lot of people to enroll so that they could be sacrificed for the evil cabal in their endless war schemes around the world. 
career opportunities, over 150 jobs. And let, don't get me wrong. I love our military. I love our service members. Without them, without these sacrifices that have been made, we would not be here today, right? Um, America wouldn't be here. We probably, I wouldn't be here talking. I probably may not even have been born. So this is a very important thing and a very noble cause. And if you want to be in the army, by all means, if that's your prerogative, go ahead. Right now, with the global state of affairs and how corrupt I see everything, I would not do it. In another time, or if war comes to my front step, I will be the first one to stand up and protect America. These crazy wars that are going on for the evil cabal and the Satanists and all this weird stuff, that's something different in my eyes, okay? That's all I'm saying. Up to a $50,000 enlistment bonus, full-time or part-time opportunities, um, guaranteed, guaranteed pay and entitlements starting at 1918 to 2260 per month. Starting at three thousand six hundred thirty-seven for officers, over seventy thousand dollars for college, four thousand dollars in tuition assistance every year, all of the perks. Thirty days paid vacation. Do you have what it takes? You could be a mechanic, a welder, military police, medical and flight crew. <sighs> yeah, but main thing here is the vaccine's not required. <laughs> RPG commented until they unlist. <laughs> Is that true? Is that what they're doing? You don't need a vaccine to 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 enlist. You need an you need the vaccine to deploy, not to enlist. Don't be stupid. Conspiracy theorists. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, they probably would do something like that. We told you you didn't need a vaccine to enlist, and we let you enlist, but now that you're being deployed, bend over. We got to jab you. Red Pill reporting live from the military. Black Jester, what do you mean by that? <laughs> let me sing Let me sing you the song from my people, <laughs> Raymond, Ray McDonald said. Oh, oh, Guantanamo. <laughs> pretty funny thank you for that onward and i want to thank all of our military and veterans out there thank you so much and it, that cannot be said enough uh i had a wonderful weekend and i went out and i i greeted and talked to a lot of military parents families citizens that are just care and also veterans and officers and stuff so i absolutely I got emotional over the weekend when I think about this stuff. When I talk to these people, I literally start getting choked up. When we start talking about the state of our country and we start talking about what we need to do, we start making plans, we talk about the community, and I meet these people, I am just overwhelmed with emotion. It's an extremely important thing to me. So, man, what a weekend. And, uh, uh, shout out to all of you out there. You guys are powerful, brave, and without you, this wouldn't be. All right, let's go onward here. Last night, we had a little bit of social destabilization. Is anybody surprised? No, this is just the, the default state of affairs in our country ever since 2020, summer of love. The ball just keeps rolling. 
there were multiple officers reported, uh, six to be exact, six officers reported as injured. Um, the Capitol Police announced with injuries ranging from minor cuts to being pepper sprayed and punched. One person has been arrested for assaulting an officer along with another arrest from tonight's violent gathering at the Capitol where all these people were protesting. They want the war to stop. They're pro-Palestine. They're pro-Israel. They're pro-this and pro-that and pro-give-me-money-and-I'll-protest-whatever-you-want. That's what I think. And it, it, it develops into a larger brainwashing event and people jump in and get trapped and all this, but... Unfortunately, people are getting hurt. They need to clamp down. We need war, law and order. I mean, they're really they're really taking advantage of that First Amendment. Don't you guys see how dangerous the First Amendment is? We need to get rid of it. That's going to be a narrative, I think, coming up with the social destabilization. If we didn't have that pesky First Amendment, none of this violence would have ever happened. It's like, well, you guys are causing the... You're causing the problem, but now your solution is to take away the First Amendment? That sounds like what they say your playbook is all the time on the internet conspiracy theory shows, people. We had pro-Palestine protesters blocking a major bridge in Montreal. That's Canada this morning. To demand Israel stop its war against Hamas. Yeah, great. Yeah, stop the traffic. That's going to really make people happy and want to stop the war. Uh, just just so smart. So very smart. Okie dokie. What do we have here? Tony Saruga. We talked about him last night. He posted some interesting things. And again, he posted this last night as well. And I didn't see this. An interesting allegation by Tony Saruga. If you didn't see last night's show, I recommend going to check it out. It's a good little listen, a little hour for you. Josh talks about some of this stuff a little bit. Tony Saruga, and he was retweeted by Mike Flynn. Uh, he's an investor, a board member, a big data pioneer, Intel operations, CIA, NSA contractor, whistleblower, CRE, philanthropist, healthcare, M&A, and Greenlaw. Greenlawcapital.com, not a sponsor. He said, while Washington, D.C. was uh, riveted on the events of January 6th, at the U.S. Capitol, the FBI quietly released a trove of files ordered released by then-President Trump from an urgent yet seemingly controlled investigation 60 years ago into Nancy Pelosi's father, who was accused of multiple criminal activities, her brother too, with sex charges involving two girl cousins, one 11 and one 13 years old were presented by the grand jury against 10 young men from Baltimore, including Nancy's then 20 year old brother, Franklin D Roosevelt D Ala D uh, Franklin D Roosevelt D Alessandro and being involved with communist party USA, a Soviet front group, according to the FBI. What? Tony Saruga writes, Nancy Pelosi absolutely had to keep control of the narrative of what happened on January 6th. 
That is why the attack on the Capitol will now be investigated by a House Select Committee after party line vote. The truth is that <clears throat> the truth is that Nancy Pelosi had numerous motivations for the January sixth insurrection, and she will very likely uh, orchestrate and she very likely orchestrated it with the help of the FBI and Capitol Police leadership. Number one to create a smokescreen and distract the news cycle from the release that day of once classified FBI files ordered released by then president Trump on her communist linked father. Here are the files vault.fbi.gov slash Thomas. I'm not going to read the whole link. It's very long, but you could find it over on Tony Saruga's post from last night. Number two, to smear President Trump, allowing the House and Senate to impeach him, preventing him from ever holding public office again. This second impeachment failed like the first one. Number three, to create a narrative that conservatives are domestic terrorists and must have their weapons confiscated. All conservatives, whether present in Washington, D.C. on January 6th or not. This is still in motion, and they very well may get their domestic terrorism classification against conservatives. They very, yeah, they're going to go for it all, folks. LeftMD says, Piglosi's father was a gangster. Brother was a rapist. Wow. Wow. So, uh, Tony Saruga just dropping truth bombs. Dropping truth bombs over there. <clears throat> very fascinating. Very fascinating indeed. Maybe that's why Pelosi's an alcoholic. She's just got a couple things to worry about. A couple skeletons in the closet. That'll do it. All right. Onward, folks. Breaking. This isn't surprising, but it's a story. Biden Pentagon awarded NewsGuard $750,000 to censor misinformation about Ukraine-Russia war. war. Yeah. Oh, what? This stuff is continuing, folks. Don't be surprised about more news that matches that headline, especially as we come up on this election year. Gosh, 2024 is going to be something else. Uh, I have a feeling. I think everybody has that same feeling. So, you know, prepare, prepare. And when I say prepare, I just mean be ready for anything. Ready for anything. That's why that's, that's my name on Twitter. Ready F for any. It's because you got to be ready for anything. 2024 is going to be a doozy. The potential for it to get crazy is high. So that's why we, we get ready for the worst and hope for the best and work towards the best. But yeah, you know, these people have more control over this situation than we'd like to see apparently. I mean, they did steal an entire election and implement this communist creepy agenda commie globalist freak show. Elon Musk came out and said, quote, and at the risk of being repetitive, I am deeply offended by the Anti-Defamation League messaging and any other groups who push de facto anti-weight racism and anti-Asian racism or racism of any kind. Just pointing out the hypocrisy and the racism out there with the AD element. Good. 
Good, Elon. Good. That's good. Uh, SL says, what does America have that other countries don't? God-fearing Second Amendment rednecks. <laughs> no. Karma Michelle said, did you hear about Podesta's friend and Pizzagate debunker getting busted on some pretty horrific charges? I'm with Nino. I don't think there will be an election. There might not be karma. That's a possibility. I did not hear about Podesta's friend. Sounds like maybe he was uh, charged with some creepy stuff and that's disgusting and hopefully they take care of him. Um, Osama bin Laden's Letter to America published after a year after 9-11, found a new fandom on TikTok and got removed from a Guardian article after it went viral on social media. I actually didn't find this letter. People are saying it's a must-read. A lot of people are. Let's see uh, while this is... Let's see if we could find it. How about that? Osama bin Laden's Letter to America. Is that a... Ah, that's fine. Biden's Bin Laden's. Oh, sorry. So I get my terrorist mixed up. Bin Laden's letter to U.S. stuns young Americans. He was right, they say. Let's see if we could find it. Oh, here it is. Full text. Uh, Bin Laden's letter to America. The Guardian. Did they get rid of it? Removed document. This page previously displayed a document containing in translation the full text of Osama's, Osama bin Laden's letter to the American people, which was reported on in the Observer on uh, Sunday, 24th, November 2002. It was removed on the 15th of November. The transcript was published. Hmm, I wonder if we could find it. They took it down. Hmm. So now, because they're censoring, everybody's going to be looking for this. Um, let's see if we can find it. Here it is. Bin Laden's translated letter as previously published. It says, quote, uh, and I'm just, you know, this is a long letter. So why don't we do this? I will post this on the social red pill if you guys are interested. And that's our private social network. You can create a free account or support us there thank you to everybody who does support us without you guys we could not continue doing this so we're completely user funded thanks to you who become members on the social red pill who use our sponsors and supplements and uh, all this stuff that's how we get by that's how we keep our equipment up to date it's how we keep the lights on in the studio studios and we appreciate you very much especially as we uh, transition over to bigger and better things. Your support is much needed and uh, much appreciated. So thank you all. <laughs> uh, so yes, I will post this on socialredpill.com right now. You could find it there or you could Google it and do it that way. But okie dokie, let's move on. It's an interesting thing there that, you know, people are like, Oh, this terrorist letter is fantastic. Of course, there's a grand conspiracy behind that whole thing, isn't there? But, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting story. Israel dismisses UN rights chief request for access to the country. 
Insider paper reported that Israel on Thursday dismissed a request from the UN rights chief to access the country amid growing concern over spiraling violence in its war with Hamas. Quote, Israel is not aware of any added benefit of the high commissioner's visit at this time. The country's mission to the UN in Geneva told AFP when asked about Volker Turk's request to be permitted to visit. Yeah, if you guys didn't know, the UN has been calling these meetings in China and Russia. They're like, hey, you guys, maybe we should stop the, stop the fighting. Maybe uh, there's there may be some human rights violations and uh, this and that. And then you got the other side saying, no, 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 it's fine and all this. So we're seeing some some disagreement among nations with this whole situation, obviously. Um, UN agency warns of deliberate attempt to paralyze its Gaza operations. Felipe Lazzarini, the head of the UN agency for Palestinian refugees, warned Thursday of a deliberate attempt to paralyze its operations. Quote, I do believe there is a deliberate attempt to strangle our operation and paralyze the UNRWA operation, he told a press conference in Geneva. UNRWA is Gaza's largest aid organization, established in 1949 by the UN, by UN resolution and tasked with carrying out direct relief to 700,000 Palestinians who were displaced by the Arab-Israeli War of 1948. Hmm. So, interesting. Okay, it's only a matter of time before this stuff just escalates and more actors get involved in ways that nobody wants to see. This is just crazy, y'all. Horrible. And apparently Insider Paper this morning was reporting um, that Gaza is locked in a new total communication blockout. UN agency, the head of the UN agency for Palestinian refugees, said he feared for civil order in the Gaza Strip after it was hit with a new communications blackout on Thursday. Quote, Gaza is again in total communication blackout and it's because there's no fuel. UNRWA Chief Felipe Lazzarini told a press conference in Geneva. Oof. So they're going to try to get them fuel, get everything back up and going, but that's what's happening there. Just trying to give you the facts here. Red Crescent says a violent attack underway on Gaza's Al-Ali Hospital this morning. Red Crescent said... Israeli tanks were laying siege to Gaza's Al-Ahli hospital in a violent attack on Thursday, as Israel accuses Hamas of using health facilities as bases. Teams are unable to move and reach those who are injured, the organization said on X, formerly Twitter. More um, skirmishes and military operations at hospitals. Not good. I wonder how many sick people are actually there, or children, or civilians, or if it's a hospital on the outside completely converted into military establishments. Because that would be weird. You're, like, in there to get some tests ran, and then there's, like, people walking around with RPGs and stuff, or, like, machine guns and whatnot. I don't know how that works, but 
Ah, sorry, I guess it's not the time to joke. Um, insider paper, Iran's enriched uranium stockpile over 22 times the limit of 2015 deal, the IAEA claims. According to a confidential international atomic energy agency report seen by AFP, Iran's total enriched uranium stockpile was estimated at 4,486.8 kilograms or just under 10,000 pounds as of October 28th, up 693.1 kilograms from August. The limit in the 2015 deal was set at 202 kilograms. Oh, well, they're not obeying that. Does anybody obey anything these days? No. Nuclear. Oops. Yeah. Red Pill reporting live from the military future event. Can we get awarded funds? I don't know, Black Jester. I I'm sorry, I don't know the context of those that, that stuff. State-sponsored online spies likely to target Australian submarine program, spy agency says. Is this a little bit of uh, foreshadowing? APnews.com? Is this a little bit of... Uh, how do they know this? What's going on? This was reported a couple days ago. Australia's cooperation with the U.S. and Britain to develop an Australian fleet of submarines powered by U.S. nuclear technology is likely a target of state-sponsored cyber espionage, the nation's digital spy agency said on Wednesday. Ooh. The Australian Signals Directorate reported a 23% increase in cybercrimes in the country and a 14% increase in the average cost of each crime in the latest annual online threat assessment for the fiscal year. Oh, so, you know, I could see the next false flag, the next thing that gets everybody involved might be an attack on Australian submarine program, the Australian submarine program, especially after the spy agency is like, yeah, we think that's going to happen, and guess what? They're going to be the ones to investigate, and, well, the evidence is going to be lost at sea, but they're going to find they're going to find a passport of a terrorist, and that is going to kick off the next world war or just, you know, decades-long engagement in the Middle East. I could see that happening. I mean, we saw that with Nord Stream pipelines and that other pipeline. Uh, why? I think the the reason why we see these false flags occur in the ocean is because it's easy to cover up. No one's out there. You don't got lots of video in the middle of the ocean. Uh, you could see in every direction. You could cover up the evidence and let it float away or clean it up and disappear. I think that's why. So yes, I think that the false flag will likely be, if there is one, in the water. It's weird. Reminds me of Watch the Water. Hmm. dink. it might be. It might be. I don't know. Onward. What else do we got here? Um, let's see. Let's talk a little bit about finance, and then we'll call it a day. We've got um, a couple things. Number one. Turkey. Turkey Day is just around the corner. Thanksgiving here in the U.S. 
we eat turkey and stuffing and cranberries sauce or whatever and all kinds of stuff. Tracy Beans was out there and made this post. It's quite alarming, and I feel really bad about the turkey I'm about to eat. I didn't get any special turkey. Are you guys eating healthy special turkeys? I got the poison turkey. I'm pretty sure. I actually, I'm just assuming I got the poison turkey. Tracy Bean, Tracy Beans went out and said, I asked Butterball if they feed their turkeys GMO food. This was their response. Choose your turkey accordingly. They are following the science and the government says it's safe. <laughs> oh, maybe I need to get like some, I need to find something else because I was going to get the bullshit turkey from the store here and I'm pretty sure it's going to be Butterball or something, right? It's going to be some scammy turkey that's poisony. So I think I got to figure something else out. Maybe I'll just have some good, uh, something better, something not poisoned and injected with antibiotics and all that. But Butterball said, hello, Tracy. At Butterball, our first concern is always the health and safety of the people who enjoy our products as well as the safety and well-being of our turkeys. <laughs> really? We work hard to ensure Butterball's products safety program meets or exceeds government regulations. Our commitment to turkey health and well-being begins at the farm level with the humane raising of our turkeys and close oversight by qualified staff of licensed poultry veterinarians. This includes the feed provided to our turkey flock, which contains bioengineered grains as part of its as part of a nutritionally balanced diet produced in strict compliance with all state and federal regulations. We respect the passionate discussions, discussion and opinions around the role of bioengineered products. All ingredients used in the raising of our turkeys, including bioengineered grains, have been confirmed safe by the U.S. FDA, U.S. Department of Agriculture, and other regulatory agencies. We will continue to monitor and review ongoing research to ensure that our products are guided by sound science and the most up-to-date information available. Tracy replied, thanks. I don't eat GMO turkeys and the government lies about safety. Have a good one. This is a great reminder to stay away from this stuff, man. Oh, man. This person said ribeye rib steak, grass-fed beef it is. That's exactly what I was just thinking. All right. I'll just eat some good old grass-fed ribeyes or something special. Whatever. I'll just eat my meat and veggies and Go get on with it. Uh, I'll do a little bit of cooking this year, yeah. I want to try a deep-fried turkey, Black Jester says. Well, be careful with that. But have fun. Enjoy. Bioengineered food product. Yep. Uh, we had G. G was in San Francisco and received a standing ovation. Citizen Free Press said, here's a list of companies whose CEOs gave Xi Jinping a standing ovation in San Francisco. To name a few, we've got Apple, BlackRock, Boeing, MasterCard, Honeywell, Las Vegas Sands, Amway, and more. 
Citizen Free Press reports that pop singer Gwen Stefani and Warriors coach Steve Kerr also attended a ceremony afterward. It's just a commie party and commie companies and a commie meeting between two two uh, dictators. Wow. <laughs> Hundreds of American CEOs gave Xi a standing ovation in San Francisco. Biden called Xi a dictator earlier in the day. Which is hilarious and sad and weird. Wonderland. This is Wonderland. I'm not surprised. Hmm. Stars and Stripes reports that uh, the Pentagon fails an annual audit of $3.8 trillion in military assets. This was reported today. The Pentagon has again fi- failed its independent an- independent annual audit mainly because defense officials could not provide auditors with enough information to form a full accounting evaluation, according to the Defense Department's yearly financial report released Wednesday. Auditing the department's $3.8 trillion in assets and $4 trillion in liabilities is a massive undertaking, Pentagon Comptroller Michael McCourt said, but the improvements and changes we are making every day as a result of these audits positively affects every soldier, sailor, airman, marine, guardian, and DOD civilian. Oh, that's great. Oh, good, good, good. They are running a big scam. It's not that hard to track. How come we're required to track everything and we're held responsible and imprisoned and fined and all this, but they're just, you know, mistakes happen, especially these are big numbers, folks. Trillions. Can you even count to a trillion? I don't think so. It's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, right. Come on. It's 2023 telling me you can't automate this and keep track of stuff. Bullshit. Bullshit alert. Onward. Uh, We've got the U.S. Postal Service, another big failure. They've announced a $6.5 billion loss for 2023, despite their big plan to break even. Wow. Trump can fix it. And there's a story here. More than a billion dollars worth of fake handbags, shoes, and luxury goods have been seized in a United States bust. A billion dollars worth of fake handbags? Wow. The U.S. Attorney's Office said the haul amounted to approximately 219,000 counterfeit bags, clothes, shoes, and luxury products. Wow. Federal authorities in New York said it was the largest ever seizure of counterfeit goods. Two people were charged with trafficking the knockoffs from a New York City storage unit and from other locations from January through October. Hmm. Wowzer. They could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. Oops. Um... What else? I think we'll take a quick look at the markets just after this story here by the Daily Caller. AB, InBev executive to resign after anti-American beer giant continues to spiral in in a never-ending black hole. They're talking about Anheuser-Busch. The United States Chief Marketing Officer of Anheuser-Busch is resigning following the anti-American beer giant reporting a massive drop in their sales. Uh, 
resulting from the Dylan Mulvaney marketing crisis the company set off back in April. They're still feeling pain in a big way. Oops. Too bad. So sad. Go woke. Go broke. Let's take a quick look at the markets this morning as they've got time to marinate. They've had time to marinate this morning. Gold is up 1%, approaching 2,000 again. Almost there. Um, not great, actually. You know, as we see gold uh, break records here, probably as the things get worse, that's an indicator that the dollar is losing value. And then people with gold are going to be like, yay, my gold is worth more. But then, boo, my dollar is worth less. It's just, a, it's, it's a, what do they say? It's a, you know, there's good and bad aspects of it. But anyway, the markets are down just slightly from yesterday's closing point. Um, crypto's down or... Uh, Crypto Bitcoin is at $36,561. Silver's at $23.92. Whatever, whatever. Ooh, what's this? Uh oh. Walmart and Target see student loans and higher interest rates weighing on holiday shoppers. It's a sad, it's sad Santa vibes that two of the nation's largest retailers, days before Black Friday, which, by the way, you're not going to see me shopping for any Black Friday deals with these groups of crazy people out there. No way. No, thank you. We're going to see probably a uh, probably a not a good day, Black Friday. We'll see, though. Uh, 2020 wasn't that bad, right? I don't think it was. Kind of a normal day. I Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember, actually. Did we have a Black Friday or did they say that that was racist and uh, it'll kill grandmas or something? I don't know. But maybe it'll be okay. I think it's just uh, opportunity for it not to be okay. So I don't want to I don't want to be involved. I never liked that stuff. It's Black Friday. Make sure you go stand in line all night and waste your time to save a buck. No. Maybe though since people are poorer than ever there's probably going to be more people seeking out these deals i don't know more looters and riots and violence who knows well let me check see if anything's breaking this morning before we sign off here uh not really nothing crazy so uh if y'all need to get in touch with me you could find me on the social red pill socialredpill.com you could find me on twitter you could find me uh there and there thank you Lori, for the three lemons good to see you this morning yay you caught the last few minutes great 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 thank you for the donation have a great day um to support us and to prepare if you want to get long-term food storage gold and silver health supplements those mushrooms etc you could find all that stuff at social i'm sorry redpills.tv the website redpills.tv and find all of our sponsors and shop we even have uh mike lindell my pillow you could use promo code rpp if you're gonna get some new sheets or robes or towels or uh slippers maybe some christmas gifts use promo code rpp and get those savings in and support us support mike get some shopping done 
especially if you're doing the shop in any way, <clears throat> consider supporting the Red Pill Project and Decentralized Media. We appreciate y'all very, very much. Again, that's all at redpills.tv. Our private social network is socialredpill.com. Create a free account to keep in touch with us. Stay on track of everything that's going on. Join free and exclusive events that we're going to be organizing. And uh, hope to see you there, socialredpill.com. You can also subscribe to support and gain access to more of that content and events and things, socialredpill.com. Looking forward to the Daily Dose tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, hosted by Josh Reed. I'll see you there. Before then, we've got a few more podcasts that will be airing on these channels, so tune in throughout the day and enjoy those. And uh, we'll get into the weekend before we know it. It's Thursday, folks. Holy smokes. Here we go. Make sure to move your ass today. Do something, folks. Stay active. Remember to consider your health with all your eating decisions and uh, watch out for those GMO turkeys and poison potatoes. I don't know. Watch out for the things in the food. I think I'm going to try to have a healthy Thanksgiving. I'm not, I don't want to eat GMO stuff. I think that's going to be my plan. No bullshit. No bullshit foods. That's a great plan. I mean, I do that anyway. Why am I going to do it different for Thanksgiving? So I think that's the plan. Anyway, everybody, thank you for tuning in. hope you enjoyed the show. Please leave a like and a comment over on Rumble if you would please that'd be wonderful thank you very much see you all next time tomorrow morning same bat place same bat time and it's friday so we're gonna have a little bit of fun all right all right take care god bless god speed either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe every kickback every payoff and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.